Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive, a show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Death Note. Today we will be discussing episode 35 titled Malice. Okay. So, we've been talking for a couple episodes now about how this show has been sort of place setting, setting uh, the stage, putting all the pieces in their proper places for this big explosion in the last few episodes, this big race to the finish, this big, epic, incredible finale. And the place setting's done. We've set the table. Everything is, in fact, in its proper place. This is the end of the setup. And now we've just, like, this is the moment where everything kicks off. This is the moment where it's just like, okay, now we're in that race to the finish. Now we're in that big push to the end. Now we're in that huge, epic, magnificent climax and it is so great (laughs) it is so freaking great so this episode begins and a lot of like i'd say the first third of the episode is preparations for this meeting that's going to be had between near and light uh everything's set up on light's end Everything set up on Nier's end. Both feel like, yes, I know exactly what the other's gonna do. I know exactly what the other person's plan is. Uh, I have everything planned. I'm gonna win. Both of them have what they view to be airtight defenses against the other. Uh, we get this big scene in which uh, Light and Nier organize the terms of this meeting. Uh, they set up a date. They set up a time. Uh, And they have, like, these terms set out. Uh, Every every investigator from both sides will be at the meeting. Uh, Both SPK and Japanese Task Force. Uh, Mogi will be at the meeting as well. Nier will let him go. Misa will not be there. Misa will be let go. uh, And they can confirm that Misa is gone before they... Uh, show up, the Death Note in the task force, 
the Death Note in the Task Force's custody has to be there and has to be held by someone other than Light. And yada, 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 we got everything set up. We got the terms hammered out. This is happening. This is happening in a few days. We are going to get the big confrontation between Light and Nier. However, there is still the big, big elephant in the room of Mello. The gigantic wild card of Mello. Now, remember, like, Mello... We haven't been seeing much of Mello these last few episodes. He's kind of been in the background. He's been just sort of there. Uh, we saw him once uh, with a <laughs> with a bug in Misa's apartment that didn't go anywhere because at that point uh, Misa's mind was wiped and Mello didn't get any information out of her. And that's about it. Mello comes back. <laughs> <laughs> Mello comes back in a big way, uh, launching this big, epic kidnapping scheme against Takeda. Uh, launching this attack on NHN, uh, causing just enough chaos, uh, and showing up and telling Takeda, like, hey, come with me, it's not safe for you here, uh, doing this whole ruse, getting her on this bike with him, uh, and then riding off, and then... Evading Takeda's bodyguards, and then Takeda is just thrown in the back of this truck and told to uh, take off everything she's wearing, strip entirely naked, and just be wrapped up in a blanket. And so Mello has her in this truck. He's driving off. This other guy, by the way, this his accomplice just gets brutally freaking murdered. Like, uh, 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 Takeda's bodyguards surround him, and the dude gets out of the car and is like, Hey, I bet you have some questions for me. Uh, you don't want to shoot me, because then you won't find out where Takeda is. And then just gets a volley of bullets uh, just shot directly at him, and he gets brutally murdered. And the guy, And the guys are just like, what an idiot. He wouldn't have told us anything. Only uh, only proper way to pay for crimes against Kira is death. Uh, so they just brutally murder that dude. Uh, and in the midst of Takeda's kidnapping, we, are, we learn that Takeda was told about Mello. Light was... Light specifically told her to watch out for Mello, watch out for Mello, watch out for Mello, for Mello... Was told his real name, Mihail Kale, and given specific sets of instructions to uh, of what to do in case she ever ends up in a situation exactly like this. And that thing that uh, that she does is take out a little slip from the Death Note. And write Mello's name on it. Mihael Kale. Writes the dude's name in the death note. And Mello dies. Takeda just killed Mello. 
Takeda just killed Mello. Uh, so yeah, that happened. And uh, Takeda then is able to take out her phone and call Light and say, Hey, come get me. Come save me. I, I, I need you to come save me. And Light's very carefully going, Takeda, you were told to do something in, exact, in exactly this situation. Did you do it? And Takeda's like, Yes, I did exactly what you asked me to. Uh, and then Light's like, Okay. Did you... Uh, were you, do you remember what I told you to do after? And then Takeda's like, yes, I'll do it. And that thing that Takeda was told to do was kill as many criminals as she can immediately after Mello's death. Kill as many criminals as humanly possible immediately. And so Light's like, okay, uh, I'm going to come and get you, yada, yada, yada. Uh, they got enough information from Takeda to go like, okay, this looks about where Takeda might be held. Uh, so they're able to go there. Both SPK and the task force are racing towards this location that uh, they believe Takeda to be in. So they rush there. Uh, Takeda calls Mikami and is like, hey, send me as many names as you possibly can right now. And Mikami does so. And then Light's like in the car with, uh, with two other members of the task force. And he's like, what idiots? They got in the front seat without even thinking morons and then he's able to take out that secret like slip of death note he has in his watch compartment and write down Kiyomi Takeda sets fire to everything around her including what she was writing on so now Takeda's taking control of the by the Death Note. She is setting fire to everything, including Death Note. So she's burnt up, Mello's burnt up, everything around her, all the evidence of what she's done to Mello. It's all been burnt up. No one knows what happens. Both the SBK and the Task Force arrive way too late. Light just took out Mello and... Removed all the evidence. Removed all liabilities. Yeah. That was all this episode. That was all this episode. One down, one to go, I guess. <laughs> that's uh, that's one of two of Elle's heirs that Light was just able to take off the board. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Also, can we talk about how just heartbreaking this is on the Takeda front? Like, Light, honestly, Light treated her worse than Misa. Like, we talk about Misa as the poster child for being a victim of an abusive, toxic, manipulative relationship. Uh, We talk about Misa as the poster child for the victim of Light's scumbaggery. 
Takeda got cheated so much worse. Like, at least Misa, like, got a few years, just, like, was able to stay alive. Like, Light just killed Takeda at the first opportunity. Light just manipulated Takeda, got exactly what he wanted out of her, and then at the last... The first moment she became inconvenient, he just killed her. He just flat out killed her. Like, at least he kept Misa alive. Like, Jesus Christ. It, it, mm, it, it's, it's heartbreaking. Like, Light got a hold of Takeda, pulled all of her strings, manipulated her feelings for him for his own benefit. Like, and just the second she became not useful anymore, just spat her out and murdered her. Like, it's just... Ugh, it's, God, Light's a scumbag. (laughs) Light is the just scummiest person. Uh, Yeah, this episode's great. We got two more left. Like I said, one down, one to go. Like, Mellow's gone. Now we gotta deal with Nier. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Anyway... Uh, if you like this, fan the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just to push my button on the anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark pledges a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. If you become a patron, you can also get access to the Television Archive Supplemental, which I'll be putting up there once every month. Or, if that's the work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, to, uh, on Monday, rather, not tomorrow, on Monday, we will be discussing episode 36. Talk to you then. Hey guys, we have a lot of fun here discussing teenagers murdering people with magic notebooks. But while we sit talking about our favorite Japanese media... Asian Americans across this country are suffering from a monstrous wave of hatred, discrimination, and violence. This type of bigotry is nothing new. It's existed for, well, pretty much as long as America has been a thing, but it has increased dramatically over the past year in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic and the hateful rhetoric of former President Donald Trump. Average everyday Americans are being targeted every day for no reason other than the way they look, and they need your help. If you would like to help put an end to this horrific trend, please go to GoFundMe.com AAPI and donate whatever you can. That's GoFundMe.com AAPI. Thank you.